Hey neighbors, welcome back to The Flower House. I'm your host, Tamara. And I'm the other host, Christina. And welcome to the first episode of the second season. As promised, this season is going to be a little more serious. We'll still try to throw in some comic relief with a couple of like episodes like, hey, these are my favorite foods. Hey, this is the type of gifts I like. Different things like that. But we want to get more serious and talk about topics that actually affect our lives and affect the lives of other people as well. And so with that, our first episode this season is actually Women at Work because I'm a woman. Me too. (laughs) Christina's a woman too. And we've both been in so many work environments. And I don't think that we talk about it enough, the things that we face at work that men don't necessarily face at work because men are the things that we face at work. Um, (laughs) and, And just kind of talk about when do we learn that? You know, because it's not, It's not your first job that you learn the things that you're going to, you don't just walk into your first job and be like, I know how this is going to go, guys. Don't worry. I've got this. It's a, it's a learning curve. So Christina, you want to kick us off? Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) this is a fun topic because this kind of, you know, we both have, I think a lot of thoughts about things that we want to say. (laughs) so i'm gonna try to keep to the topic though and not ramble (laughs) off on a rant yes you can do it i believe in you so the first thing i want to bring up is what issues women face while at work and this is going to be pretty big so i'm gonna go ahead and list some and then i'll have you list some that you think because tamar and i have both worked in different kinds of work environments Yes. So I feel like we both maybe have experienced different things, but also the same, if that makes sense. Yes. (laughs) So this is something that I haven't personally experienced myself, but I hear a lot of other women say they deal with it and it's pregnancy discrimination. Really? Yeah. You're not supposed to discriminate against pregnancy, you know, like that's not allowed. But (laughs) there's a lot of things that aren't allowed at work that happen. A lot. So, you know, in in an interview, they're going to know if if you're showing, they're going to know you're pregnant. There's just no, there's no way to, you know, like they can't ask you. Pause. It is not a sin to be pregnant and get a job. Okay. Thank you. If anybody tells you you can't do a a desk job like maybe you shouldn't work at amazon and pregnant and you're like let me lift these boxes like maybe maybe let's not do that you know um let's be let's be safe but if it's a desk job there's no reason you can't do it right and this is the thing is the reason they discriminate is like oh they're going to be taking a maternity leave and honestly like our maternity leaves aren't even long enough (laughs) (laughs) and they're laughable that's what they are they're ridiculous so it's just the whole idea behind it is just absolutely absurd to me is that they treat like oh you're pregnant oh it's like a disease or something which is absolutely awful i want to say like yes our maternity leave is laughable but i also want to say our is the united states because maternity leave in other countries is amazing yeah i've heard that they have like 
three years in some places. It's like spend the first three years with wow. your kid. I've heard yeah. a year and I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, because you need that time to adjust. You just dropped a human off. Right. Like the sad thing about where we live is like women are still bleeding and they're expected to go back to work. To work. Exactly. They're not even they're not even recovered mentally. There's a lot of things that go behind having a child besides just pushing a baby out and they're nowhere near recovered after maternity leave is up. I might be wrong, but I want to say in like Japan, I think we talked about this a couple years ago, they had passed a law where you could take like a sick day for your menstruation. Wow. Was was that Japan? I mean, we read it somewhere. It was. And it I was told Japan. you about it, and I was like, "That's amazing!" Yeah. Uh, was it Japan? It was definitely Japan. I don't remember. Yeah, I couldn't remember who it was, but I remember reading that. We talked about that. I remember us talking about that. It was like, "Wow, it's amazing!" I go to work cramping, and in this, I'm just like, "Can you hold that thought right now? I just I just need to get through this contraction." Uh huh. Yeah, we're doing great. <laughs> I mean, it it sucks. And, and, you know, a part of like, the other problem is work life imbalance. Because even though a child is created by a man and a woman, for some reason in society, a lot of that lies on the women. It's automatically like, well, where's the mother? You know, when something happens, it's always where was their mom? What's the mother doing? You know, it's hardly... Where's the dad? You know what I you know what I'm saying? Exactly. It all It usually goes to the the woman. And so that's another problem is like work life and balance. They're expected women are expected to hold a job but also be this perfect mother and be there for their kid and they're somehow expected to get their kid to school and pick their kid up from school and still work a job till 5. Like it doesn't make sense. Like the no. balance for that is it's piss poor. That's what it is. Like to be honest. The lack of child care because it's always, oh, what if your kid is sick and they can't go to daycare? I, I know this yeah. happened to some people. I know people personally this has happened to, like their child got COVID. They can't go to daycare. And now your work's like, what do you mean you can't come to work because your child's sick? Just find a babysitter. It's not like, it's not that easy. Exactly. <laughs> Except the management is men. So they don't <laughs> care because their wives are dealing with their sick children. So, I mean, those are some issues or ex-wives. <laughs> ex-wives. Exes for a reason. <laughs> I mean, there's a bunch of other things that go into issues such as, and this is an obvious one, sexual harassment. Yeah. That is a big one. And <laughs> honestly, this is going to sound awful, but when it happened to me, I didn't know it was happening until after I left that workplace and I looked back and I was like, oh my God, how did I like freeze up and not it not click? It's more of like you're disgusted in that moment and you just try to find an excuse to get away from that person. Yeah. And the sad thing is like I worked in retail. <laughs> you know, the mindset of the customer is always right. And we would have some pretty disgusting guys who would come in. And I would say disgusting because they they were the type that would be like, my girlfriend is the same size of you. Can you hold this lingerie up to you and see so I can see if it would fit her? And it's like, you think I'm an idiot? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? 
<laughs> it was so creepy. But it's like things like that. And then he tried to do the same thing to my coworker and he used the same line on her. And let me just go ahead and tell you, me and her were not the same not size. The same size. <laughs> at all. Nothing close. And she came to me later and she's like, oh my God, that guy was so creepy. Like he was so weird. And the sad thing is, even if we said something to our manager, because, she, and she was a woman too. And this is something else we're going to talk about later in this episode. But she was a woman too. But because she didn't have to deal with it, like it was our job to deal with it, she didn't care. It's kind of like, right. okay, well, whatever. You know, she works in the back. She doesn't have to work, worry about that. And, you know, there's this other things, you know, like, it's not okay to go behind your coworkers and try to hug them. Like, don't do that. Excuse me? Yes, I had a male coworker who would try to do that. And it's like trying to come up with this. He's like, oh, I got to go. You got to use the bathroom. Goodbye. <laughs> like, no. And I didn't realize at the time, I just remember being really disgusted. Like, why are they doing this? This is really uncomfortable. But it wasn't until I left when I felt angry. Like, they shouldn't have done that. That was wrong. Like, at the moment, I just had that, you know how you have that freeze mentality and you just feel really uncomfortable? Exactly. And that's, and you know, a lot of people will be like, well, why didn't you say something? Why didn't you do something? That's why. That's why women because- don't do something. Because I'm 120 pounds and he's 170. That's yeah. why. I yeah. don't know how to fight. Like, <laughs> like leaving alone. <laughs> so I think some of the issues that I, I'm bringing up, you definitely can relate to. But let go ahead and share with us what other issues or if you want to add on to more. <laughs> oh, okay. So... We have definitely had different experiences. My work has been largely, if not completely, white collar work. So I've been an engineer my whole career, obviously. Um, My career has been short, guys. I'm trying to retire. (laughs) (laughs) Marry me into retirement, please. (laughs) Yes, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) So... So, you know, my my experiences have been different and I've been fortunate enough to never be harassed by a direct male coworker, if that makes sense. So by a male coworker on my team that I have to consistently deal with, I've never been harassed. That doesn't mean I haven't been harassed at work. Well, I should say I've never been sexually harassed um, because that's a whole nother topic. There's different types of harassment. There's different types of harassment. Um, I've definitely had people kind of try to like use their power against me, like make me feel small. But like, right, you kind of just have to work through that. I think it's called (laughs) me Stockholm's. No, Um, it's called (laughs) imposter syndrome, um, where you feel like you're not quite worthy to be there. And as a woman in a male dominated field, which engineering is, it's very male dominated. I would often feel like, oh, well, I don't know as many things about this topic as they do because they've been working on it their whole life. So a little bit of background, when I first got out of college, which is where I was feeling most of the imposter syndrome, because after that job, I was like, I'm the baddest on the block. Y'all can't tell me nothing, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm so serious. But When I was there, I had a manager and would just make me feel so small. Like it was just, 
I did not, I didn't like it at all. But like I said, I've never been sexually harassed by coworkers. Now, people that I worked with, people that I worked with that did not work for the same company, I've had problems. I remember distinctly one day I came to work and I used to work on a construction site and I came to work and I had on this pink blouse and it didn't, I, it was 90 degrees. So it was like a, it didn't have um, sleeves, but it wasn't like a tube top. It was a, still a professional shirt. And I had on like some blue jeans and construction boots that I wore every day. Still toe boots because I like my toes cute. <laughs> I'm like, don't drop anything on them. Like, I don't, I don't want to lose my toes. So I remember I walked on to the job site that morning because I would park across the street because I didn't want my car to get dirty from the job site. So (laughs) I saw one of the contractors. He was always kind of creepy, but I saw one of the contractors and he was just like, man, I, he's like, I always see you in your boots and your vest. I've never seen you like without your vest on. And he was like, and man, you are hot. And I was just like, I will never be on job site without oh my best on I would be like, yeah, I am hot. It's like 90 degrees out here. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, Ugh, I am uncomfortable. Um, and you kind of know that they're looking at you that way anyways. Yes, you can tell. You can tell, but it was just like super creepy that he like had said something about it. Right. And it just kind of made me feel naked. Because even though, like, I had on all of the clothes I needed to have on, it wasn't even, like, form-fitting or anything. Because I was careful about, like, I don't really want to show my shape like that. I want to, you know, remain as professional as possible. So I've had things like that happen. There's been so many instances of things like that happening. But it wasn't, you know, directly like, oh, this is something that I could take to HR because it's not – it's not necessarily a problem with the company that I work for. Yeah. It was just like one of those things where you learn to be careful. And then, and I hate to be the person to say this, but women working with women, we need to do better. Most of the problems that I've had at work, like with people that are on my team have been women. And it's just a point of, which you wouldn't expect that, right? Because like me first out of college, I was super excited. I was like, oh my God, like my, I'm reporting directly to like this other black woman. Like I'm so excited. Like we're going to have like a great time. And it was just like, not like that. She was just always looking for ways for me not to be great. And it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't like a fun loving experience. And then I, another manager like over her, was also a woman and there was one point where she she like called me in her office and just started yelling at me and it was yeah and she was just like you need to do this and you need to do that and I was just like you didn't tell me that this is what you wanted yeah like you need to communicate that if if you told me what you wanted from the start I would have done it that way but you didn't tell me and it was to the point where there was another manager there that was a male a man, male man, man male. Anyways, there was there was another manager there and he he stepped in and he was just like, Well listen, you know, if you need her to do something, just tell her. Like I work with her all the time. I I never have a problem with her. She does everything that I need her to do. 
And it was to the point where like, if he had a project and if another manager had a project, they would request me to be on the project. So it wasn't like a me thing. It was a lack of instruction thing. And then like, I got to the point where I was just like, you know what, after that, I'm just going to send you emails. And then she calls me into her office because I sent her an email and did a walk up to her office. And I'm like, oh my God, this. There's no way to make her happy. (laughs) Exactly. I think you're very right, though. We do need to do better. Like women, we do need to do better. Because I also had a boss who was a woman. And she did the same thing. Like, she had me in the office with her. And I didn't do anything wrong. And she wasn't screaming because I did anything wrong. She lost her keys. I know. She she did something wrong. So she took it out on me. And she started screaming at me. And then she started throwing stuff at me. I probably could have reported her after that. I would have threw these hands at her. (laughs) Sorry. I was just kind of shocked. Honestly, looking back, I wish I would have just walked away because no one deserves to be treated to be screamed at like that or thrown things at them. Especially at work. The even worse part is the boss over her was also a woman. And did not care about any of the things that she was doing. Like, it was completely okay to her. And that's what made me leave the job is just because it's like, this is really messed up. Yeah. It's just too many, too many things. It's like, why, why do we, why, why is this happening? Why do you need treatment? Why, literally, why is this happening? And there was one time I had a, like, I'm always coming up with ideas. I'm very... I'm very like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like, I have so many ideas. And I, I guess in case you guys never guessed that, right? And I had come up with this idea and it was, I thought it was phenomenal. My manager thought it was phenomenal. And I brought it to the rest of my team and I was just like, hey, like, this is the idea that I have. And the only other girl on the team was just like, that's a terrible idea. And anytime I would have an idea, she would be like, that's a terrible idea. I had a project and my manager asked her to help me with my project. And she was just like telling me why it was like all of my ideas were bad. He told us to work together and she just started yelling at me on a different project. And I'm like, listen, I would like to be able to rely on you as like someone as a senior, like, Hey, I have this question as a woman. So I can ask you because you understand the struggle that I've gone through. And it's just, that's not there. That support's not there. So when I got the opportunity and whenever I get the opportunity to, you know, kind of groom like new women, I take it. (laughs) That doesn't sound wrong at all. Groom new women. (laughs) Groom new women. I guess train new women or, you know, welcome them. I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, You want to start off with a good relationship with them. It's not even just a good relationship because we don't need to be friends outside of work. But I want you to know that if you need, if you have a question about something, you could tell me. Because one of the things I learned is like when you're in college, nobody teaches you how to act at work. You don't, they don't teach you how to be a professional, they teach you how to take tests. Yeah. So it's, it's a completely different thing where you just learn like, hey, now I'm in this work setting. This is how I act. But nobody ever right. teaches you that. So it's like one of those things you kind of have to learn or somebody has to pull you aside and tell you. And so whenever I have someone that is reporting to me or just a new um, woman on the team, I'm like, hey, if you have any questions, 
you can ask me, you can talk to me. And sometimes it's a little, it's a little much because like people will bring you their personal things, but it's also like, yes, like we need that too, because if I don't understand what's going on in your personal life, you don't have to tell me you don't need anything you don't want to, but I can look at your work and be like, what is she doing? Like, why isn't she doing that? But if I know, hey, in your personal life, this, this, and this are going on, I can see where your performance is failing. So I can say, hey, let's work through this issue, and then you'll improve your performance over here. If I can support you at home, not at your home, but, you know, like, support your your home life, then your work life will be better. And I think that good managers understand that everyone that is working – them is a human and they we all have we all have things happening in our lives and we need we need support and when you give support to people they give it back they they work harder for you exactly we're all humans we all have health issues we all might not have health issues we all have families we have other stuff going on in our life and work isn't our lives are not rotated around work and they need to realize that Exactly. And and that's one thing. And, and he's not a woman, but just like a little shout out, like when my apartment caught on fire, my manager was so cool about it. Like he wasn't like, oh, your apartment caught on fire. I'll see you in the work on Monday. He was just like, your apartment caught on fire. Why are you worried about work? Like <laughs> he was like, if you yeah. need to take time off, let me know. Like, we'll, you know, we'll work with you, whatever you need. Just They're let us willing know. to accommodate to life things that happen in life that honestly isn't your control. And that's the thing exactly. that more managers need to understand is like a lot of things happen in life that you can't control and can't it's control. out of your hands and you wish it didn't happen to you. So it's kind of sucks when you have someone reminding you like, wow, that happened. That sucked. Well, what am I going to see you at work? Like you're already making a hard situation harder. Like Harder. Cheating. Exactly. So exactly. moving on, um, these last couple minutes i want to end this on a good note so my my last question is what we can do i guess not question but topic is like what can we do to help other women at the workplace because like we just talked about there is is severely lacking in some places of how women can support other women at work and exactly i think a couple of them would be kind of piggybacking off of what you just said about how your your um senior like didn't want to listen to any of you like the all your ideas were terrible listen to ideas listen to their ideas make them heard you know i just want to say after she left the company like my male coworkers like reached out to me and they're like hey we noticed that you had a lot of ideas about this can we put you on this team to work on this because we noticed (laughs) that you're good at this and i'm like finally like i thought i was doing a terrible job at my job like, yeah, and it made me feel bad. So I, yeah. All right, like it's it's not a competition. We're all here for the same not. thing to work together. So listen to their ideas, hear them, hear them out. Like don't just brush them aside. And this is also something else that I think is an issue, but I don't think it's talked about enough. And it's about more so of being likable at work and i feel like that's oh my goodness pres- it's 10 more minutes <laughs> there's 10 more minutes on <laughs> it, i feel like it's the pressure of being liked at work is harder on women 
than it is on men. Now, maybe I'm just saying that because I'm not a man. So maybe we need to have a future episode with a guy in here and tell me if I'm wrong. But in this kind of scenario, like, think about it like this. If you had, like, a female boss who told you what to do, it's re- I feel like more people are often like, well, she's a she's bossy. She's nagging. Would you say the same thing about a male boss who told you what to do? Exactly. Or would it be he's authoritative? He's telling you what to do. He's on point. Like, exactly. I feel like there's, yeah, there's a difference here. I feel like when it's a woman saying it, a lot of times they're like, oh, she's just in a bad mood or something. She might not even Must say Must be it. her period. Yeah. And it's, it, I almost feel like women are expected to be liked at work. And it's not that we don't want to be liked, but I'm just saying <laughs> we don't want to be treated like we're just there to be friends. We're there to work and be treated as a professional. Exactly. The last thing is, and this one is really obvious, just encouragement. Just be encouraging. Encouragement can yeah. go a long way. Like, I say, I say this to Tamara all the time. She could say one positive, encouraging thing to me, and I'm like, hey, that made my day. I'm not <laughs> even kidding. And you could do that for other people around you, and you have no idea. All, all it takes is a message or an email like, hey, I see how hard you're working. Keep up the good work. That's so simple. <laughs> I try so hard to do that. I'm, and I try to like publicly praise people too. Like, hey, like I noticed that you did really great at this. Good job. Thank you. That was helpful. I never had that at any of my jobs until my last job. And I had somebody I worked directly under. And I don't know if she's listening because <laughs> we're friends. This thing, we're friends. And she was my boss. And she was the most encouraging person at a workplace I've ever met. Like I could do something simple. She'd be like, you knock that out real fast. And like she would always find a way to make you feel better about yourself. And it's just like, I don't want to ever leave you. <laughs> don't go anywhere. We have to work together forever because now I'm like addicted to like all this positive praise. And if I go anywhere else, I'm going to think they're abusing me. <laughs> I love it. But her doing that made me want to work my best for her. It's like, I must protect. I must do all. Like, <laughs> I will I do it, it for you. <laughs> Praising people, encouraging will make them work harder. It is so true. But another thing, and you mentioned the expectations of, of women at work, is clothes. Yeah. Clothes is such... It's such a big thing. Presentation. Presentation, because like I'm very feminine presenting. And so I love wearing skirts. I love wearing little flowy shirts and things like that. And I am very good at dressing myself for my shape. So sometimes like if I go to work, it's just like I have to be careful because I'm working with a bunch of men. So it's like, oh, well, I can't wear this skirt. Oh, well, I can't wear this because it's a little too tight. Oh, well, I can't do this or that because they're going to look at me this way and they're not going to take me seriously. I've kind of gotten over that now. And I'm just like, I look good, so I'm going to wear it. And <laughs> you're welcome. You get to see me at work. Um, <laughs> just don't talk to me. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a real thing to just be like, um, and this is a conversation I had with one of my coworkers where one of my women coworkers had asked him a question on, you know, she was like, how should I present myself to men for them to take me seriously? Which was interesting because she could have asked me. But anyways, maybe she would ask a guy like his perspective. Yeah. 
And he was just like, well, just don't wear anything low cut. Don't wear any skirts. Don't wear anything distract. My body's distracting. If you can't freaking focus, that's your problem. Yeah. Listen, I'm not going to go to work wearing booty shorts because it's not professional. But you're not going to go in a bag. <laughs> I'm not going to go in a bag so that you're like, wow, can't see her, not distracted. Like, you're going to be distracted by my eyebrows. Okay. <laughs> and I think that the fact that we're like pushing, we're still pushing that on like women coming into the workforce is crazy it's just like yeah dress professionally but dress in a way that makes you comfortable if you want to wear pants every day cool if you want to wear scarves every day cool if you want to wear a shirt that is not up to your neck cool i wouldn't suggest wearing night like don't look like you're going to a nightclub at work right but be comfortable if you're comfortable then if somebody harasses you hr is right around the corner like (laughs) problem solved it doesn't feel good to be going to work and someone calling you a distraction. Exactly. It does, it's not a good feeling. Yeah. And and I, I think it's also like, it's okay. I think it's it's been so, we've drilled down on HR so much where like, you can't make eye contact with your coworkers. Like, no, it's it's not that deep. Like my co- coworkers give me compliments all the time. They're like, oh, well, you look nice today. But that's not fucking creepy. Right. Those are appropriate con- that's, comments. That's an appropriate compliment. It's not like, wow, I'd like to see you after 12. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's not that. Yeah. It, there's a difference between that dress looks great on you to you look nice today. Like one is appropriate exactly. and one you should keep to yourself. <laughs> exactly. I, had, I remember one time I was going to the office to pick something up and it was after hours. So I was just wearing like leggings and a t-shirt because I'm like, nobody's here anyways. It doesn't matter. And someone that didn't work for the company, fuck it, the security guard. <laughs> you rat him sec- out. I am. I wish I knew his name. So he used to harass me all the time. And he would harass other women that worked there too. And I came to work one that day in like leggings and a t-shirt. And he was like, wait, stop. Like, who are you? Where are you going? And I was like, oh, I'm going to this floor or whatever. And he was like, well, they're closed right now. I'm like, I work there. I know they're closed. I have a key. And he's like, okay, well, whatever, whatever. And then he looks at me and he's like, oh, I know you. You look different in that dress. I was just like, I'm going to head out now. Wow. Because, ew. (laughs) I did look good in that dress though. But ew, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Ew. I didn't need to hear it from you. I already knew I looked good in that dress. That's why I wore it. Exactly. Like, I bought it because it looked good on me. But I didn't buy it so that you look at me that way. It's just like, you look nice today. You know? That's the difference. That's the big difference. Difference of compliments. Yeah. So, with that, I think we have rambled on (laughs) just about – well, I do want to add a couple of things that we can do for women in the workplace. Okay. Support each other encourage each other and listen to each other and if somebody is out of line like you see a male coworker out of line on your female coworker or man coworker out of line on a woman coworker check them be like hey maybe you shouldn't say that about her or maybe you should consider this before you say something like that because if they're comfortable saying it in front of you we've got a problem or even if it's a woman coworker 
or a manager. Like you said earlier about how that manager was trying to like tear you down and was yelling exactly. at you. And then you had that other male manager who came over and was like, hey, you can't talk to her like that. Or, exactly. Yeah. So you could just kind of check people. Yeah. If you see them mistreating somebody and I, I do it all the time where I'm just like, well, you know, let's move on. Yeah. We're not going to sit here and talk about about this person. Like I can let you, you can have any opinion that you want to, but let's be professional. Right. Because where I work, I don't care what your personal opinions are. Yeah. And no, I don't want to tell you what I'm doing after work because it's none of your business. <laughs> Taking a nap. <laughs> Taking a nap. Don't worry about it. Uh, okay. I think we can move on to the good news minute. Good news minute. I want to do this one. I know you found it, but I want to do this one because it's like okay. the year of the tiger. Um, and I was born in the year of the tiger. Guess my age. Anyways, <laughs> and it's Leo season, Leo season. And uh, so there are 40% more tigers than 2015 in the world population. So there's an estimated 3,726 to 5,578 tigers currently living in the world. Now, how are you off by just about 2,000 tigers? I'm not really sure. Like, did you like count the same tiger twice? And you're like, that one might have been the same tiger. But (laughs) anyways, we're up by 40%, which means that they're not going to go extinct. I don't want them hitting squirrel numbers, but I'm excited that they're going to be around for a long time because I love cats. Um, I think cats are great and they're so majestic, just like me. And I just cats are um, great. I love cats. I mean, well, I, I'm biased. I have a cat. I yes. mean, I mean, they're still considered endangered, but forty percent increase is pretty big compared to what we were thinking before. Exactly. So that's that's a lot. It's just and- good to know that like the effort in saving tigers and conserving them, like it's actually happening you see it happening exactly so i'm i'm excited to not see any um where i live but um you don't want to open your front door is there like right and i'm like um is this jungle book (laughs) we can end this episode here and thank you guys for joining us for season two and we can't wait for you to join us for the rest of season two Yes, and feel free to share your thoughts on the episode with us on Instagram. Tell us what you liked, what you didn't like. We want to hear from you guys. And what you want us to talk about. And what you want us to talk about. We're going to give you multiple choice options. Like, you're not going to be like, let's talk about hot dogs now. We're not <laughs> We're not doing it. I mean, um, if enough no. people requested nope. it. <laughs> I'm not talking about hot dogs. Uh, <laughs> I would. <laughs> I know you would. I wouldn't. Um, what toppings would you prefer on it? Oh my god! No. <laughs> Interact with us on Instagram, and thanks for joining us for the first episode of season two. Can't wait to share with you guys what we have in store. See you next week. Bye.